welcome to our Victory Outreach Chino podcast. We pray you are blessed, encouraged, and challenged with this message. And if you have your Bibles this evening, I would like to ask you to open to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. We're going to read a few verses, beginning in verse 4. And while you turn there, I just want to thank the Lord for my salvation. It's been six years now since I came into the Victory Outreach Men's Home, and God radically changed my life. And I'm grateful. Praise the Lord. Come on, that was no small feat. I was a drug addict of drug addicts. I was an alcoholic like nobody's business. I was down and out in the worst way possible, but God lifted me up and gave me a plan and a purpose, and he's kept me all these years, and he's going to continue to do so. That's a word for my brothers and my sisters in the homes. Don't, don't count it lightly the season that you're in. I'm going to say that again. Don't count it lightly the season that you're in. Because it's the disciplines, and it's the promises that I got, and it's the words of wisdom and direction from my leadership that I received there in the home that set me on a path to fulfilling the promises of God upon my life. Come on now. I didn't say it was easy, but it's totally worth it. I give you my word. If you're there this evening, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, we're going to read a few verses, beginning in verse 4. The word of the Lord reads like this. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, for casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Turn to your neighbor tonight and ask them, are you battle ready? You see, I've come here tonight with a message and a reminder that we do not just fight for victory, but that we fight from a place of victory. Come on, anybody that believes in the power The resurrection power of Jesus Christ knows that we do not fight for victory, but that we fight from a place of victory because Jesus Christ hung upon the cross of Calvary and in a moment he declared in the spirit that it is finished. He didn't say that it will be finished. He didn't say that it might be finished, but he said that my sacrifice was sufficient for your life and for mine. And though the battle still rages on, the war has been won for those who call upon the name of Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Come on, I'm going to talk to this side for a little bit. For those that believe in the resurrection power of Christ Jesus, the Bible says that we are a new creation, that we that the old things have passed away, and that new things are on the horizon for us. And if you believe that tonight, I want you to clap a little bit. I want you to shout a little bit. Come on, I want you to give God the glory for what he's done within our life. I'm here to remind us tonight that Jesus is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And what the King declares, come on somebody, what the King declares tonight is that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. What the King declares is if I am for you, then who can stand against you? I want us to remember tonight that the King declares that greater is he that lives inside of me and you tonight than he that dwells in the world. I want us to remember tonight that we fight from victory The only way the devil can defeat us is if we lay down our arms and walk away. 
I've also come with a few words of wisdom tonight found in 1 Kings chapter 20 in verse 11. King Ahab was the king of Israel. I'll give you a little backstory. King Israel was the uh, King Ahab was the king of Israel, and he was about to go to war with the king of Syria. And the king of Syria, he had a few verses in a chapter prior. He he sent messengers into King Ahab's uh, palace, and he and he basically said, "Give me everything you got." Come on now. How many of us remember the time in our life where the devil had everything that we had, right? The king of Syria said, give me everything that you have. Give me your, your wives. Give me your children. Give me your gold. Give me your silver. And King Ahab was patient with him, and he said, okay, fine, that's yours. But he sent another messenger to, to King Ahab, and he said, look, I changed my mind. I don't just want everything that's valuable. I want, I want everything that you don't want me to have too. And the king told him, well, get lost then, right? Well, forget you then, right? I tried to be nice, but now I, I'm going to stand my ground. And that upset the king of Syria, and the king of Syria came and said, I'll, may God deal with me ever so severely if there's not a handful of dust for each one of my men to hold when I'm done destroying your city. And the king of Israel said this, answer King, Ahab, or king Ben-Hadad and tell him, let not the one who puts on his armor boast like the one who takes it off. Victory Outreach, I want to encourage us, let us not be those people tonight. Let us not boast as though we get to take off our armor, but let us boast in the one who gives us God's armor. Let us boast in the one who died on the cross for our sins, who rose again on the third day, who says that death has no power over us. Let us boast in the one who clads us in the holy armor of God, that gives us the victory in our day-to-day battles, that takes us from glory to glory to glory. And if that's you tonight, I want you to get excited a little bit. I want you to let God know that you're going to be battle ready when tonight's over. You see, the devil stands behind his army, just like the Syrians, and he makes proud boasts against the people of God. He says things like, sure, you can pray in tongues. Yeah, you might read your Bible every day. I know you've been faithful to church. Yeah, I see that you're involved in music ministry, in gem ministries, that you're involved there in the kids' gang. But do you really rely on the power of God? Do you rest in his presence? Are you a man and a woman of prayer that's willing to get on your knees before God and get your marching orders and be filled with his spirit and push on towards the promises of the Lord? Because I'm here to remind us tonight that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I know that there are many of us here in the house, myself included, that have been going through trials recently. You know, there's a lot of things that have been taking place in my life personally that have made me want to reach out for something else. I can't do it in my own strength. You see, and the natural man, though I put him to death every day, he still tries to come back. And he still tries to tell me that the things that I've been delivered from are worth trying once more. Why? Because the thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. Just because I gave my life to Christ doesn't mean that he's not after me. It means that he's after me all the more. So I have to be a man that's willing to get on his knees before the Lord. 
I have to be a man that will fall flat on his face and say, God, I can't do it without you. There's no strength within these bones. But you, my God, are the strength that I need. You, my God, have the weapons that I need. You, oh Lord, are the armor that will shield me from the attacks of the enemy. And if that's you tonight, I want you to just give the Lord a little bit of hand clap tonight. I want you to, come on, praise the Lord like he is sufficient for our lives this evening. We cannot allow the devil to have permission to build strongholds within our minds. We cannot give him the space within our thought life to build arguments against the promises that God has already spoken over us. Instead, we need to be men and women who put on our armor daily. We need to pick up the sword and the shield daily. We need to be on our knees praying in the spirit for the Lord to move with inside of our lives daily. We need to be battle ready. And tonight, I want to talk about some of our weapons of warfare. Come on now. Number one tonight, I want to talk about the sword of the spirit. You see, the Bible says that the word of God is alive and active. That it's sharper than any double-edged sword. I want to remind us this evening that even Jesus used the word of God against the enemy in the wilderness. It's not sufficient to have a great idea. It's not even sufficient to hold on to God's idea, but you need to know what God's word says and how it will pierce through the darkness and how it's sharper than any two-edged sword and it will cut down every vain imagination that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. And you and I this evening, we're going to have an opportunity to get at the altars before the presence of the Lord and sharpen our swords. You see, a sword is only as sharp as the one who wields it makes it out to be. What do I mean by that? I mean that, that when a sword is first made by, by a blacksmith, it has an edge to it, but it's actually rather dull. It requires someone to take time with that sword, to sit down with what's called a whetstone, and, and it's a fine abrasive, and, it, and you rub it across the edge of that blade until it gets sharp. You have to rub the one side, and then you have to flip it over, and you have to rub the other side. And you have to, if this is a two-edged sword, then you got to start on the back side, and you got to work that as well. And you see the importance of that. It, 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 have you ever heard the saying, uh, I stay ready, so I ain't got to get ready? Come on now. That applies to the word of God. Man, I'm sharpening my sword daily because I want to stay ready because I don't want to have to get ready when the battles begin. There are some of us here in the house of God tonight that are facing giants in our life. But I dare say that those giants were only allowed to grow as big as they are because we didn't have the sword ready when it was only an infant. We didn't have the sword ready to cut that thing down when it started to show itself within our life because we weren't being illuminated by the word of God. But you see, the word of God will show what a man of God, what a woman of God looks like. And the word of God will reveal the areas in our life that don't reflect the glory of the Lord. The word of God will show us the areas in our life where maybe we have weakness and we have insecurity and we have doubts about the promise of God upon our life. And those things, they begin to take root and they begin to give birth to the giants that we face later in life. But if we stay constant with our word, come on. If we stay constant sharpening that sword and being ready in season and out of season and knowing what the word of God says about our life and knowing the promises that God has for us, then when the devil tries to bring something against us, we're able to cut it down in the moment that it arrives and we're able to move forward in life. 
Forward in victory. Forward to the promises of God. Forward from glory to glory to glory. Secondly, tonight, I want to talk about the shield of faith. You see, for the most part, I think we all can agree that the the shield is a defensive weapon, right? Raise your hand if you think the shield is a defensive weapon. At least that's what the movies show us, right? They pull up the shield, they block the sword, they block the spear, they block the arrows, right? Even in the scriptures that Pastor Danny shared on Sunday, man, it, it, it quenches the fiery darts of the enemy. The shield of faith, it quenches the lies and and the manipulation and the fear and the doubt and the anxiety that the enemy would try to shoot at us from a distance. I want to let you know tonight that the devil can't get as close as as he'd like to think that he can. He's going to shoot those fiery arrows from a distance because he can't get past the sacrifice of Christ Jesus that separates us from him. But I also want to let us know tonight that the shield is not merely a defensive weapon, but it can be used as a powerful offensive weapon as well. You see, a shield that is full of faith, a faith that is full of life, that is active, that is living, that is being watered by the word and being watered in prayer, is a powerful weapon to be used against the enemy. I don't know what the official term is, it, but I used to be a video gamer, and they'd call it the shield bash. Come on, somebody. Right? The shield bash. You get hit one or too many times, and then you say, man, get back. Get off me, right? Get back, devil, right? You and I tonight have the power and the authority of Christ Jesus living within our lives by the power of the Holy Spirit. And if we allow the Holy Spirit to dwell within us, and I mean live freely within us, and we move in faith, we can take steps into the enemy's camp, knowing that our shield will hold because we are being held by the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We are being lifted up from glory to glory by God himself. And our faith isn't in what we can do, but in what he can do. Because the Bible says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So don't be afraid to fight back against the enemy with your faith. Don't be afraid to let the devil know that, hey, I know my situation doesn't look that good. Hey, I know I've got this problem, and I know that you're coming at my finances, and I know that my relationships over here are messed up, and I know my job doesn't look that great, but I know that my Bible says that I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus who strengthens me, that I am the head and not the tail, that I have victory over every situation within my life because I believe in God. I believe in his word. I believe that Jesus Christ Paid it all for me, and because of that, my faith will not yield. And thirdly, tonight, our prayer is a weapon. Come on now. If you believe that tonight, I want you to get a little loud. Come on. I want you to give God some glory tonight. Our prayer is a weapon. It is not something to be, uh, to be done idly. It's not something that, that, that's just meant to pass time or to, to, to check off of our list. But, man, it is a weapon. We are in a spiritual battle. Touch your neighbor and tell them we are in a spiritual battle. Matthew 18, 18 says this. This is Jesus speaking. He says, assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth 
will be loosened in heaven. You see, nothing happens here on earth that hasn't already been established in heavenly places. If we look back into the book of Job, we see that, that, that Satan had to go and ask permission from God before he could go to Job and do everything that he did. So I want to let you know, if the devil had to go and ask God's permission to go against Job, how much more does he have to go and ask Jesus' permission before he comes against you and I here in the house of God tonight? So what does that mean? That means that whatever you and I are facing, God already knows about it. Where we fall short is sometimes we either A, don't know that God knows about it, and so we get in this habit of just constantly like throwing it at God, like, God, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. What do I do with it? Look at this. But our question should be, Lord, what do I do with this? Lord, what is this for? What is the purpose of this? How is this going to make me into a man or a woman of God? How is this meant to glorify you? How is this going to be a testimony to the person across the street that doesn't know about Jesus Christ? How is my light going to shine brighter because of this trial, because of this adversity, because of this opposition that I face here today? Because our prayer is a weapon. God wants to weaponize you and I through the power of prayer tonight. We are an army enlisted by God himself for these end times to take the gospel to the four corners of the world, to reach the broken and the hurting and the lost, the drug addicted, the depressed, the suicidal, those that, that have no hope can find hope in Christ Jesus because of you and I this evening. But we also still face our own trials. We face our own trials, but God has something special in the works in each of these seasons. And so if that's you tonight and you say, man, I'm in one of those seasons, I want you to be encouraged tonight that today God's going to speak to you. He's going to reveal to you the purpose that he has in this trial that we face this evening. And he is going to move in a special and in a dynamic way here tonight. You see, the prayer life of Gideon made him a mighty man of valor. The prayer life of Moses delivered the people of Israel into the promised land. The prayer life of Daniel kept him from the mouth of the lion. The prayer life of Elijah brought him the power to call down fire from heaven and destroy the false idols of Baal and, and, and defeat the false prophets that were deceiving Israel. Through prayer, there is power to loosen every chain of drug addiction and break every yoke of bondage that we could ever face. Come on, somebody. Through prayer, there is healing of broken hearts and the restoration of the soul. Through prayer, there is power to overcome every wile and every scheme of the enemy. Through prayer, you and I are made battle ready to overcome every lie of Satan and to dispossess the promises of God that he has for our lives. As we stand tonight, turn to your neighbor and tell him, I want to get battle ready. Come on, say it like you mean it. I want to get battle ready. Amen. Before we get into prayer this evening, I know God wants to do something special. I know God wants to minister to us in a powerful and in a dynamic way. And I know we're going to get breakthroughs this evening. I know that God is going to move inside the lives of those who come hungry, 
who come ready. But I want us to understand something as we get ready to step into the battlefield tonight. You see, when, when you look at traditional warfare, you've got an army on one side and you've got an army on the other side. But in the middle is that neutral ground. Oftentimes the, the king will send, either he'll go himself or he'll send an ambassador out into the neutral territory and the other king will do the same. They'll meet in the middle and they'll try to come to terms. And if they come to terms, praise the Lord, everybody goes home and whatever they worked out comes to pass. But if they don't, if they can't work it out, if there's no peace to be had and war is imminent, they will go back to their own sides and the fight will commence. But I want us to understand something tonight that when we find ourselves standing in neutral territory, it's possible we might catch a wayward arrow every now and again. It's possible a stray bullet might fly by, a spear gets thrown, right? But really, there's not much threat, there's not much harm, there's not much danger in the neutral zone between two sides. But the closer that we get to the promises of God, the closer that we get to the enemy territory, the closer we get to seeing the promises of God fulfilled within our life, the closer we get to the front lines of the enemy. The closer we are to the enemy, the more that we're going to get hit. You see, the promises of God are yes and amen, but the enemy is still the God of this age that will try to stop us from getting to those promises. Now, God is more than able to get us through the enemy's camp and to take what the enemy tries to take from us. But we have to be men and women that are willing to put on our armor daily and fight the battles that rage. Because if we don't fight, we don't get into the territory. If we don't get into the territory, we don't get the blessing. If we don't get the blessing, we can't be a blessing to others. And if we can't be a blessing to those around us, then the story and the gospel of Jesus Christ does not reach the four corners of this world. The end times are now. Jesus tarries for those that haven't heard the gospel to hear it. And I believe with all of my heart that Victory Outreach is the ministry that God has raised up to go into the desolate places that nobody else wants to go into and to take those treasures out of darkness and offer them as an offering to the Lord that they might have salvation in Christ Jesus. So you and I, we have to make it. We have to survive our battles. We have to hold our shield of faith bold and swing our sword of the Spirit with passionate zeal that, man, God, no weapon formed against me shall prosper because there are lives at stake. And so if that's you tonight, if you need prayer, if we're facing troubles within our marriage, if we're facing troubles within our personal lives, trouble with our finances, trouble in the workplace, trouble with our family members. I want you to know that God has a breakthrough for you at these altars, and God is going to use our situation for his glory and to reach the world. If that's you tonight, I want to encourage you to make your way. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles.
is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight my See, this is how See, this is how I fight shit. This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight my battle. This is how this is how I fight my battle. That's your people. This is how I fight Satan. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. See, this is how Satan. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. Hallelujah. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. This is how. This is how I fight my Come on, let's press in tonight. This is how I fight Come on, give God your best this evening. This is how. This is how I fight. Hallelujah. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how it may look sing. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded. It may look sing. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded. Look, this evening, I believe God wants to take us deeper. The power of God that is present in this place. can give us a word of wisdom tonight that could change the course of our life forever. The doubts that we have about the season that we're in can be removed in the blink of an eye. The freedom of oppression that we feel from, from the enemy can be lifted in an instant in an atmosphere like this. But there's something important that we need to have in our spirit not just for tonight, but for every day of every week, of every month, of every year until Christ comes back for us. We need to have this spirit. And it's a warrior spirit. You see, a soldier and a warrior are very different. A soldier goes to battle for a wage to make a living to go home and feed his family. But a warrior 
Oh, come on. A warrior lives for the battle. A warrior goes to bed thinking about the battle he fought today and looks forward to the battle that he faces tomorrow because it's in his blood. Come on, it's in his blood. A warrior never grows weary of the battle. He thrives in the battle. So no matter what we're facing tonight, I want you to know that because of what Jesus did on that cross, man, we can thrive in our season. We can move in power in our season. It doesn't matter what it looks like, but we can thrive in the battle that we face because God is able. Come on, somebody, as we begin to sing this song again, I want us to press in tonight for the miracle that we need, for the breakthrough that we need, for that warrior spirit to come alive. Thank you for joining our podcast. We pray these messages build, encourage, and strengthen you in your faith. If you would like to partner with us, the Mother Church is a great place to sow a seed. So head on over to our website at viochino.org and click the giving link located at the top of the page. Also, we would love to hear from you. So leave us a praise report, prayer request, or if you've given your life to the Lord, let us know by filling out the salvation card. We would love to connect with you and help you get started on your journey of serving God here at Victory Outreach Chino.